Hello, you're all very welcome to the Love Life Podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Patrick. Welcome to episode 9. And um... this week we discuss we discuss chemistry and how sometimes it can work when you don't have chemistry at the start. We also had a little bit of feedback on um, when something starts off as a one-night stand or something casual, it can turn into a relationship, which I found interesting. Yeah, we also had uh, a question about the Me Too movement, which turned into a big impassioned rant by me. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, we talked about the whole condoms thing again, and, and asking, inappropriate, uh, asking inappropriate questions on dates. Yeah. 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 So, and and then we go back into our role play. Role play and tip of the week. So enjoy this episode. Give us yeah. your feedback on O'Connor26 Love Life Podcast on Instagram. And I am. I uh, am McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah. So go uh, go listen to the previous eight if this is your first one because I can't be asked doing catch ups anymore. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. Have Bye. a great week. Thank you Mwah. and good night. Hello, Patrick. Hi, oh, yeah. Anna. Welcome to episode nine. Thank you. Oh. Is it episode nine? I seem to get a shock I think every so. time. Yeah, we've met a nine episodes. Ten <laughs> is a milestone, so we can. We're still best of friends, aren't we? Oh, besties. Yeah. Evermore. He wakes me up in the morning with phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> that was just today, just and it today. wasn't the morning, it was the afternoon. <laughs> Shh. Yeah. Um, I go to bed quite late, in fairness. My, my yeah, job. you were gigging last night, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, where was I? I was in Reardon's in Cork, so that's a great spot. You know Cork well. I do, I love Cork. Yeah, great night. How was your week? Uh, um, did you have any fashion shows or any... Um, Oh, well, openings of Christ, I don't know. Did I? Uh, no, we only recorded the last one a couple of days ago, so yeah. I haven't, I've just yeah, been doing my, my real job, <clears throat> uh, which is why I'm dressed like this. Yeah. I didn't just get all dolled up for this he podcast. I wakes up in the morning like it this. It doesn't. Well, I am, I am nominated for <laughs> Don't like ruin the magic for me. High, high magazines, most stylish men, oh, so yes. I think I'm going to have to live up to you that. You have now. to live up. Well, you absolutely do. Thank you. deserve you. the uh, nomination. Um, but no, I came, from, I came from work, which I work for a life and pensions company, so if anyone needs life and pensions, at up. the moment, I, he <laughs> rang me this morning to say, have you rang the bank yet? <laughs> I said, I feel like I have a husband and I haven't rang the Aww. bank. <laughs> so, um, do you have any feedback? I, I've gotten some topics that mm. listeners um, have sent mm. in. So, I Can had a, a little bit of feedback uh, this week, which was nice. Um, we were touching on, well, I suppose it, it was feedback, I'm not sure if it was from last week, from a few episodes go about like stresses of when you're waiting on text messages and seeing someone at the start and the anxiety mm. that people get like uh, would you call it relationship and anxiety you're not in a relationship but i i have experienced this before as well that you're stressed if you don't know where you stand with someone he was actually saying to me it's like between date one and four you don't know where you stand you mm. don't know what you're you're kind of you're not in motion yet and he was just kind of saying he really feels it. It's very hard between date one and four. What What do you reckon, or do you ever get? Uh, yeah, I, I suppose I could. I can relate to that. Any tips on dealing with anxiety when you're dating at the start? Well, what kind of anxiety are we? Like just about? stress. Like. Just like you stress, seem to kind of have a better like. Without yeah, but you're a counsellor, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, you know I, I have in the past got anxiety. You, you freak out about yeah, yeah, like freak replies out. And, and the delays and messages. So t- yeah. you tell me about that. Yeah, well, he was kind of basically saying, you know, he doesn't know to... He'd be stressed, maybe I won't text her, maybe I will text her if he didn't get a text back. 
you know, but his... So what's what, it like for you to find out that guys experience that It was very that too. good to find out that guys yeah. experience that too. So girls out there, if you do suffer with a little bit of anxiety at the start, like it shouldn't be too bad. Like if it's too bad, mm. you probably need to cut it. But um, it's nice to hear that guys do too and that they find it quite stressful as well. They're afraid, he was saying to me, he's afraid to come on too strong himself. You know, if he, it's fine. Patrick's busy man, busy man is, <laughs> but, um, no, the phone is buzzing more and he's slagging each other. But, um, yeah, he was, what he said to me, what he found the best way to deal with it was, uh, to, he's into exercise. So he would, instead of looking at his phone, he'd just go do a bit of exercise, joke, keep himself busy and then try and just not focus on it too much. So he's found that has helped a lot. But, uh, what about have you any tips or you don't ever really suffer that, from that seems like an extreme kit. oh I do, do I think everyone oh I, did, I, I didn't know if you did or not oh god I'm not that so far yeah. gone that I like, uh, like you do of course you do but like, I, like we know everyone plays their own little games and stuff like that but it sounds <laughs> like if you have that level of anxiety going on about it yeah then you probably do need to have a look at things because like that seems kind of extreme that seems like there's some self-esteem issues. Really? Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, like you're like when you're actually why have do you to focus need to get much? that reply so quickly, so badly? Like, I mean, yeah. what's going on for you there? Why does that like that person could be up a mountain? You know what I mean? But yeah. why are you staring at those ticks so yeah, intently? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on for you that you need that gratification? You need that me? No, not you. Not yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, you, part, the general you. The gen- yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. probably maybe something. I do think it's fairly normal, though. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I have... I've never I, heard it described as anxiety before. Have you not? No. No. Well, I have. And I've had, I have girlfriends that get it, you know, that are very stressed about it. And that they just find it very tough at the start, you know? And they'd be even leave their phone at home and go for a run or something. Like, that bad. Waiting for a reply. Are waiting to hear from someone. Yeah. Oh, well, that, you know. Yeah, like very normal girls with nice jobs and nice lives, but they just find it very stressful. Just so, going to be honest, because okay. that's what we do here. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's yeah. true. Um, I've never experienced it myself, not to that level. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do, I would send a message and then I'd come back and look if like it's been seen or that person's been online or whatever. But like, I kind of, if they've looked at it and like, I, I kind of know fucking try to you know would you be to, thinking they're trying to play a game yeah absolutely really? I would. yeah and in most cases i'd imagine they'd be right yeah um, okay so yeah. i wouldn't get sucked into it but then yeah. i'm coming from a different kind of mm. level of... i'd kind of say to someone that if, if they were feeling that way a little bit just kind of get on with your life i've said this before go out enjoy your exercise or whatever you like doing and focus on your own mm. self and your own home and your own uh, hobbies yeah so mm. yeah that was interesting to get feedback from me from a guy who, who gets like that? Yeah, because I told uh, you God, me I, I, and loads some of my guys get like, get like that. Like that. I, I, I have friends who get like that too. Yeah. I, I won't name anyone because no. I know he listens. Um, but like I had a yeah. friend and like he was seeing a girl and stuff like that, and she was kind of half ghosting, half breadcrumbing him a little bit like that. Yeah, and we were trying to say like you know, calm the fuck down. Don't like don't rise to it. Don't like freak out. Don't send her a big angry message. I think I've had those conversations with someone else in the past. Yeah. Um. And like, but of course he did. Uh. He's like, what's wrong? He sent a big thing. What's wrong with you? Why? Uh, why are you ignoring me? Why won't you reply to my message and all this thing? And like, uh, she replied a while later. Everything's okay, babe. Just busy at work. Kiss. And he looked at me. He goes, 
what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so yeah, he's like, never happy. She's busy. And oh, he's actually quite God. lucky in that situation that she didn't come back with, whoa, like, that she didn't just go, oh, God, yeah, this guy is not In her mind. That, that <laughs> <would>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you do, like, God, resist the temptation to send that big freak yeah. out message. Don't give in to your anxiety, you know, and, like, you know, it, it like, if they, what's your thing? If, if they want you, white horses won't stop that's them. That's the thing. Exactly. <laughs> you don't see them again. playing all those bullshit games, and well, then maybe you're better off. Like, there's always going to be a little bit of games, but it's like it's a flirtatious thing too. Sometimes. It should be nice, you know. But like, if it's just if it's excessive, yeah. like I said, like if there's a difference between playing hard to get, I mean, a dick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want you. It's clear that the person is just a dick. Yeah. Cut it. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. I love that saying. <laughs> Boom. So yeah, um, that actually, when you're saying about the text that he sent, that kind of brings me on to my tip of the week. I know it's quite early for that, but my tip of the week would be to bow out gracefully. But it just when you're saying about that text message, what I mean by bow out gracefully would be, so say we're seeing each other, okay? And uh, we're... One date in, five dates in, ten dates in, whatever it is. But you decide in your head, you don't, this isn't working for you. You don't want to see me again. You know, you're just not that into me, which can happen, unfortunately, right? So you're not that into me and you text me and you say, hey, Anna, I'm doing a little bit of thinking. This just isn't for me. I had a nice time, whatever. A lot of people's reactions would be, well, Fuck him anyway, what and how dare he? Because it's but actually, a rejection, and it's, it's a rejection, rejection of you and you as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, so our automatic reaction is negative. You know, it's like, well, I didn't want to see you again either. My tip of the week would be bow out gracefully because I spoke to someone lately. I'm always speaking about dating. Jesus, I need to get another hobby. But um, basically, this was a person that I, she was seeing a guy. He called it off with her after a few dates. He wasn't feeling it. Maybe it was bad timing. Doesn't matter what it was. He didn't want to see her again. Fair enough. And she just texts back. Um, no problem at all. I really enjoyed seeing you. I had a great time. I'm a little bit bruised, but sure, I'll get over it. Mm. And lo and behold, they bumped into each other five months later Had at a party, had a great night and ended up seeing each other again and ended up in a relationship. But if she had you know, come back with a very negative text mm. message. This is what I got from it was, you know, you just never know down the road if this person is a good person and you're a good person just because they're not that into you. If you bow out gracefully, have some class, then you never know down the road it could all work out. They, they're now in a relationship. So she didn't throw all her ties out the pram and say, well, fuck you, block him and, you know, block him off WhatsApp, block, block him off Instagram. You know, mm. girls do that, our guys, because they get rejected. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's okay if they're not that into you. It's tough, but be very nice in your reply, I think, because you just never know. I agree with you to a point. Okay. I agree with you. Bow up gracefully. Mm-hmm. Don't have the angry reaction. But not because, just in case, you might get together and No, do no, that's just, not why, but yeah. I just felt like that was a very, that was a little bit eye-opening for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying, but just, I wouldn't have the, like, the last bit as the caveat is that oh you okay, never know you might hook up in the future or yeah. whatever like, fuck that Just but isn't it nice have respect for yourself that, yeah have respect for yourself and that they would actually have more respect for you and 
you know what, you could even be mates and you you might come across them again even in business or in work or mm. who knows. But it's just, there's nothing gained from from bowing out negatively. No, there's not, you like, the nothing. angry reaction, the big, long, <laughs> fuck you text message. That There's like, nothing gained. Like, it's good for 10 seconds, but then you regret it. And yeah. then, like, you, like you said, you've irreparably damaged that. Yeah. You might end up working with the person. You never know. And you might end up working for the person. Yeah, exactly. So that's my tip of the week. Bow out gracefully, I girls agree with and that. boys. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I had a... Sorry, I had another message this week to the love life instagram obviously i won't be naming the person or anything like that but i thought it was lovely because we've spoke here about um we've spoke about uh dating people with children we've also spoke about um you know some people just want are just in it for fun or to have Mm. sex and that's totally cool too if everybody's clear on that can i read this out of course yeah okay hi there Love the podcast. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm not actually dating at the minute, but I wanted to share my experience because it ticks a few boxes of the things covered in previous podcasts. I've been with my girlfriend for two years. We met on Tinder and it was originally just a no strings hookup. So this goes back to what me and you were talking about last week. Don't overthink. I was kind of saying, I I want to know where I stand. I want to know what he wants. I want, Hmm. and you said, no, Anna. Just enjoy the date. Have oh, yes. I, I actually got some feedback to say, tell Anna, never ask that question okay. from a woman. So, go yeah. on. Yeah. So, never ask where is this going to. <laughs> no. So, um, I'm with my girlfriend for two years. We met on Tinder and it was originally just for no strings hookup. She was recently separated and has two children. It continued from there and we got on really, really well. And eventually, we actually ended up as a couple. And now we plan on moving in together in the new year. Obviously, with two young kids, it did create some questions and put limitations on what we could and couldn't do. But the advice I'd give people, and this worked for us, was taking things really, really slow with the kids. They were aware of me while for a while before I met them and then my exposure to them was gradual and slow and now we get on great. So I suppose to anyone thinking it's too much baggage or even though they really like the person sorry it's just the way it's written even though they really like the person I'd say take it slow and it can work and sometimes one night stands or short term hookups can turn into long term relationships because they're going to move into I love that yeah thank you for sending that I don't know who you are Uh, I I haven't seen it myself but that I think that's tremendous Yeah. yeah and it really shows that you're right as in like you can just have a short-term thing that can turn into something long-term and vice versa you know you never know you just reminded me of something there yeah, about when you just said i was right someone has uh i, I sent it on to you just in case people uh kira you thought i was hiding from it a ted talk that backed up what you were saying about the love hormone and yes all that sort of stuff yeah did you watch it yeah what I did. did you think oh uh, yeah i thought it was very interesting and and then i'm kind of like oh i don't know i'm still on the uh, to be honest deep down I did say you were right because mm-hmm. I was told by a psychologist you were right. This is what we're talking about is the love hormone that's released in a woman that makes them a little feel more in love and the men's testosterone actually lowers so they feel less in love after you have sex. That this was the argument. I'm not saying I'm right or that this is I'm not the saying thing. I'm right anymore either. Yeah. But like I just like it's, there's too many variables that it doesn't account for. Genuinely I feel myself in general knowing lots of girls and I do feel that we do get a little bit more emotionally attached 
than guys after sex. But this is not everybody, you know. But that TED Talk was interesting because it actually confirmed that whether or not there's probably another TED Talk that says... No, look, I suppose, but that was just a woman on a stage talking. Uh, yes. I don't know. I'm, just I, I'm not gonna. I'm not an expert on biology or <clears throat> chemicals in the brain or anything like that. But again, I come back to the question: What about women who just like having sex with loads of men? What if the sex is terrible? Um, you know, and like not all guys fall. I don't think are less in love after sex. Some of them would be a lot more in love after yeah. sex and feel yeah. a lot more connected to the person after sex. I just think it's a little bit to one size fits all for me yeah okay and i we don't want to be like that here no. we want to have a kind of a general view on things as well but, but thank it was you for sending that to me yeah uh, thank you person who said that i to enjoyed me. that I won't name you. Uh, uh, have you anything else i have loads actually okay. yeah because i i got stuff sent i'll let me. you take the mic for a second oh, thank you uh i'll take it now uh, so i have i sent it to you today one night stands <clears throat> have either of you felt obligated to make it more than a one night stand and how has it changed your view of the opposite sex i.e. do either of you think less of the men or women for having them and is it worth it okay. okay do you want to answer first or shall I um, okay so uh, have I ever felt obligated to make it more than a one night stand no I haven't question. I haven't um, to be honest but I will tell you this I have regretted that I didn't with someone. As in, I had a one-night stand with someone, and I really liked them, but I didn't really... I Like, I thought that for them it was just a one-night stand, so I, like, I suppose I treated it like it was just a one-night stand, but I really, really liked them, and never pursued them. Like, we, we were great friends now. But I did ask her, like, if I had have asked you out, I had, like, would you have said yes? She was like, absolutely. Now oh. she's like she has a situation, so yeah. like uh, she can't and stuff like that. So I regret that, and I know she listens to. So uh, yeah, um, so I wish I had have felt obligated to pursue that one night stand, but I didn't. Why didn't you? I didn't think she was interested. You were afraid of rejection, then, isn't Absolutely. that it? Yeah. yeah there that's you go. Amazing. So that's but my story. What about yeah. you? Um, I definitely wouldn't have. A bad view on a guy for having a one night stand. And I, I would never uh, judge a girl for having a one night stand either. And yeah. like, but that, unfortunately, I don't think is the case for all guys. No, I think guys would judge girls more for a one night stand than girls would judge guys. Probably. Any there's a there's a view out there that any guy would have a one night stand. You know that they're mad for it, and that's not really fair. But it kind of is what us girls feel, that we're the ones that have then to Then we, the general consensus is that, Isn't like, it? but there's, yeah. I, I was at this, having a discussion with you, now I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but, um, someone said it, and it was actually a girl, said, like, you know, why is it that, if a girl goes and have low one night stands with guys, that she's a slut, whereas if a guy does it with a load of girls, he's a stud. And yeah. it was actually a girl who said it, that there's no such thing as a fat, ugly stud. Oh. What do you think about that? Now I'm not saying that's right, but I just like it. It stuck in my mind because I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Like any girl can be a slut. Essentially, what she was saying, not what I was saying. So don't send me the hate tweets. What she was saying is any girl can be a slut, but to be a stud, you have to be at least charming 
somewhat good looking and be able to chat to women because like you can't get it what do you think of that because this is going to lead on to another conversation uh, that we're going to have in a minute but what do you think of that statement that wasn't mine statement by the way and it was a girl who said it you might use the word stud i if you said stud to me i think of a tall handsome good looking guy that's charming yes that's what would come into my mind okay but like so can you have a fat ugly stud (laughs) No. <laughs> but in my mind, oh, that's mean. In my mind, no, I wouldn't think of someone. I, like, I do, like. <laughs> I've stumped you here. <laughs> Say what you really feel, go on. I really feel that I wouldn't. Criticize them, fuck it. Um, no, you can't have a fat, ugly stud. <laughs> Well, okay. Yeah. Right. Not, not in my mind anyway, but... Oh, God, that's that's mean. Yeah. It is kind of mean. Now, I, I think you, you possibly can have a, a fat ugly stud. If she was charming. <sighs> if she was charming or rich. Well, <laughs> rich. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, we're going to move on. There's a, the, the fourth question here is an interesting one. But, um, oh, maybe the third question. Hang on. So, okay, next one. So I, I I would not judge a girl for having a one night stand, um, as I don't think anyone should. I know some people do, but like for fuck's sake, it's two thousand and eighteen, and if a girl wants to have sex, then she should. Oh have fuck sex. it, definitely. Like if you're not kind of if you want to, and but I have said this before, if you like someone, like if you have feelings for them, I wouldn't be sleeping with them on the first date if you would really feel like you'd like it to go somewhere, I'd just take it a bit slower. Because sometimes guys have this view that, oh, if she sleeps with me in the first night, she'll sleep with anyone. They shouldn't, it's but wrong. they do. Yeah, I, yeah. So, but 100%, certainly, if you feel like having a one-night stand, just once you practice safe sex, go ahead and enjoy it. Everybody has done well, that. Since you said that, now I'm going to skip ahead here because it was a, there was another bit of feedback <clears throat> on the condoms thing. Oh, yes. When we were talking about the condoms, right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, someone thought that we made it out, that we made out that it's embarrassing for a woman to have condoms in her, her room, and that's very backward. Very backward, yes. Yeah. It is. I, I, I completely <clears throat> agree with that. Um, <clears throat> I think women should have condoms in the room. I think men should have condoms in their room. I think everyone should practice safe sex. Everyone go out and buy no, condoms. Really. No, but like, and it is childish and backward for a guy to think, "Oh, she has condoms in her fucking drawer. Like she must be an awful fucking gore." That, like, you know what I mean? No, that's not what the guy should be thinking. And like, that's kind of it was that I suggested that that was the yeah. way guys think, but they shouldn't. But like, sorry, I've had those conversations with guys. Look, we're but always going to be honest here. Yeah, I exactly. And that's that's where we run into problems. But you shouldn't but you think like that. Be, she doesn't yeah. want to get pregnant. She doesn't. She want doesn't to want to get a sexually best. transmitted disease. Yeah. Like she's clever. You know what I mean? That's. I would honestly recommend if you're like I've been in this situation before mm. when I've started dating someone like as in properly decided to go into a relationship with someone, I have said straight out to someone, right, let's both go and get tested to make sure that we're both have no STIs. Okay. Like, and I would totally recommend that for anyone because as I said before, anyone can have an STI. So at least, especially if you're entering into a relationship with someone and you're not going to use condoms and maybe you, you know, you have your own protection or you yeah. want to have kids or whatever, 
you have to look after your health. So it's a great idea. There's places in Limerick here do like absolutely uh, do it. I think it's like eighty or ninety euro. If you, it's actually free if you want. I know you can get it done for free. There's a but um, uh, there is places you can get like your you go in and on the day you get uh, your results for whatever age you are and they do a couple for like a deal I don't know the name of the place I, I volunteered in Gosh yeah. uh, and like you could walk into Gosh and anonymously pick up free condoms where's Gosh? it's up near the train station in oh, Limerick okay get into Gosh girls and guys yeah, anybody, that's brilliant. you know what I mean it just yeah. like they're free you don't even have to go have yeah. them, if you're mortified by going into the Tesco mm. and like Boop. That's the thing. You can go in and get free condoms in Gosh, and yeah. I, I I volunteered in Gosh. It's an absolutely fantastic organisation. Mm. So, but yeah, there's nothing yeah, wrong there's with a girl. There's no stigma for a girl having bloody well condoms. In and her. there's no stigma for you wanting to make sure that you both have no STIs. No. I mean, it's just being clever. You you know so your I, health is as important. Your you know your whole body. You have to look after that. Like so it is a backwards, immature point of view to like think that a woman is promiscuous or like. Yeah, that basically promiscuous by the fact that she has kind con- condoms you know, in her drawer. But like, and I'm sorry, I like because as I said, I like you said it too. I'm always going to be honest on this thing, right? I'm not going to say what I should say because you know then you like not being genuine. I think people will be able yeah. to tell that. So like, I was drawing on conversations that I've had with guys when I said like that. But yeah, it is wrong. It is backward. So. I there think you if you own it, girls, and you're confident with yourself, like at this stage in my life, I definitely would be, and I'd have no problem having my own condoms. It's it's just, you know what, if they have a problem with that, is that the kind of person you actually see yourself with, you know? Look after your own sexual health. The next one. I've had guys ask me on a first date why I don't have kids at my age. Okay, so is this girl in her 30s, 40s, 20s? I think 40s. 40s, okay. And what's wrong that I didn't have kids? All of my <clears throat> friends have kids except me, and I think this is a normal question. Is this a normal question for men to ask women? I don't know, is it? Absolutely not. Oh yeah. my God, what, like, that's a terrible question to ask. I would never ask a woman that. But I have been like around cases of like women who've had fertility problems who've had IVF who've gone through all of that I completely understand the mental health stress and uh, like the the all of this the stress and and stuff that comes with fertility and IVF and all that kind of stuff so like no one should ask a woman why do you not have kids? That like that is such an insensitive question. But yeah. then I'm coming from a place of knowledge and self awareness. Not everyone should. And, and maybe if you're just wondering, do they like a better way to put it would be? You I know, don't think there is a better way to put it. And it can be a very hard. What if like they can't have kids? And what if they were trying for years? Like that's a dangerous question to ask. I think until you get to know yeah, the person better. Yeah, when you get to know someone and you're kind of seeing them or in a relationship, you could say, um, you could say something like. Um, I'm just trying to think, um, would you ever have liked to have kids in the past or, you know, would you like kids in the future? Or, you know, that yeah. that is a nicer way to put it than why don't you have kids, like, you know. Well, why would you be asking that on a first date? No, oh, no, on a first date, definitely not, sorry. Or yeah. second date. Or no, no, like... no. 
obviously when you get to know someone you can yeah, ask exactly. them questions that's a very like that intimate question away. that can yeah. like, be very like oh, a very sensitive great. thing for yeah. people like so I, I would not ask that and I don't think it's right or normal for a guy to ask that of a woman but again I'm coming from a place of knowledge and experience yeah. so like not every guy might realise that or think that and just might stupidly wade in and say so why do you not have kids I think what? on a date if someone asks you something that you have to ask us then say is this right isn't it right if you don't feel it's right and you're uncomfortable with it I think would it be okay to say listen I'm a little bit uncomfortable with that question on a first date if someone let's asks flip it you're, what if you're on a, a date with a guy in his let's say late 30s early 40s mm-hmm. and you're mad to ask why are you still single would you ask no no. Or why did you never get married or why did you never have kids? Would oh, that... I might say something like, well, have you ever been married in the past? Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's okay. On a first date, though? <clears throat> yeah. Really? Not in a... Yeah, just you get to know someone a little bit. I'd say, have you... You know, I, I would. I'd say, have you ever been married in the past? Yeah. Really? Or have you... I don't know if it came up, like, if it... That's the thing. If it, came, to if it came that. up, like, but I, I almost would be afraid to ask. I yeah. would wait for the person to volunteer the information. Yeah, yeah. So they don't won't. know what you're poking at. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, some people just want to know everything. And like, yeah. Okay, you know, maybe I'm a poker. Yeah, I just like I, 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 yeah. again. This is like the whole my fucking empathy thing and my counselor head and all that sort of stuff is like. So you sit back. I'm not even sit back. Just like let people talk and like if they want to tell you something, they'll tell you. But like. So why, what, where, what, what's the story? Like, you know, why don't you have kids or yeah. why are you still single and you're at your age, that type of thing like that? You know, imagine being on the other end of it. Yeah. You know, no, no, yeah. fuck no. <clears throat> no. Chill the fuck out, people, and yeah. don't ask questions like, why do you never have kids? Yeah, no, God. that's not normal and it's unacceptable. So just tell them, listen, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with that question. And then just grab your coat and bag while they're going to the loo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Run out them the front with the door. Check. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> okay. So uh, and finally, <clears throat> this is an interesting one. Getting back to the innuendo discussion. Yeah. What's your opinion on the Me Too movement? And where is the line between flirting, banter, and inappropriate behavior? Well... What do you think? I will say, okay, I had actually had a fantastic discussion about this with someone today. Because yeah. I'm not the person who asked the question. Um, okay, so I, I, I like, I've been, I worked in a place where like there was a, what I would describe as a serial sexual harasser. Yeah. And it was disgusting. It was vile. Like there was a kind of a middle-aged man who would like make inappropriate comments to young girls and even ask them out on dates and stuff like that. And it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And like when he'd say something, I would just turn and walk away from the conversation. Okay. And like his behavior was one of the reasons why I left that job. So, and I think it's absolutely disgusting. And any person who is like experiencing that, I think they should speak up because I don't, I don't think it's acceptable. No. And I don't think it's acceptable if the company turns a blind eye to it or the company tries to protect the, the, person who's doing it like and I've seen it I've been around it it's horrible it's disgusting yeah yeah yeah. so like 
that's my straight out answer on that. But then, as I got into this discussion with the other person, there's all kinds of little kind of... And on the flip side, sorry what? now, you did say you the... worked with somebody very, very handsome and charming mm. that you was sexual innuendo all the time and the girls all thought it was hilarious. Exactly. So, just because your mom was middle-aged and overweight... But, okay, so it begs... You to... no, thought no, it was I never okay. said he was overweight. Oh, sorry, I touched His it. weight doesn't come into <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. No, um, but I suppose then, then again, I've worked with people. I've had like romances with people I've worked with and stuff like that, and we would have been flirting together. And like so, but like I don't want to say like oh, the line is where you're uncomfortable. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The, the line is where the advances are unwanted, of course. Yeah. But the Me Too movement, um, like. I'm, like I think it's great that people spoke up because like these people felt oppressed and felt that the men were so powerful that they couldn't talk about it and they were afraid. Yeah. And I suppose that like when you talk to girls about rape culture and stuff like that, that's where they're coming from. They feel kind of vulnerable going on nights out because like they're like they want to dress like fashionably and they want to wear like you know nice dresses and stuff like that they feel then like the guys feel they have a license to like say whatever they want or act however they want and stuff like that yeah and girls are kind of afraid to speak up about it because it, there's a kind of an idea that after oh, boys will be boys and stuff like that yeah that's going though isn't it that's i, I hope so yeah i, think I, it's I, just I, I don't want to talk about the patty jackson case because i don't want to get a fucking summons yeah but um i remember the day that the patty jackson verdict was delivered I put up like a very angry stream of messages on social media because I like, first of all, I was seeing all these reactions, extreme reactions, but it was being like some guys were treating it like a, as, as a victory for lad culture over feminism, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous and stupid. Yeah. Right. And I was also on the day that that verdict came out in a work training environment. And there was a man there who was delighted that the girl had lost because, and he said this, he's like, sure, if that girl went out dressed half naked, she had it coming to her. And if she walked down a dark alleyway and I was down that dark alleyway, she'd have got it. Oh and I actually got God. so angry that I had to leave the room. Well, I had to be asked to leave the room because I got into a fight with this guy. Are you serious? Like, but that, that's the thing. There fucking are people out there who think like that. Yeah. That was so distressing to fucking, to, to realize like that it wasn't just, you know, like lads, God, I'm like, I, I talk to my friends, I'm on WhatsApp groups, lads will say things to be big men and stuff like that. But to discover someone talking like that, deadly serious, believing that, that like if a girl goes out dressed in a, in a, in a skimpy dress, that she's putting her hand out for it. That it's not just something funny to say, that there's actually belief there. There's that belief. Like someone actually thinks like that. Mm. That was fucking frightening. Scary. That and the shit that was being put on Twitter and like just got me so angry mm. that I put up stuff about uh, like have some fucking cop on if this was your sister how would you feel about your sister being treated like this all this kind of stuff and one of my best friends said you're some fucking dickhead and I was like what are you talking about he's like yeah you're just pandering to women putting that shit up and we had a big fucking argument about yeah. it do you know what I mean yeah I was not pandering to anybody. Yeah. I, I can see how strong cross. opinions about it. Because I've been around it. I've yeah. seen a girl who's a very good friend of mine getting sexually harassed. It was horrible. Do you know? And like a very good friend of mine as recently as last week told me she was being sexually harassed. In work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's awful. And it, yeah. It's awful. But there's all these other little arguments as well. Mm. 
for instance, like, and this is one a guy will make, and I actually agree with this, and the girl I was talking to today agreed with this too. If a girl makes false allegations against a guy, and she admits that they're false, or they're proven to be false, there should be some recourse. It shouldn't be just the allegations go away and that's the end of it. She should be in trouble then. And it does fucking happen, unfortunately, that girls use that as 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 an act of revenge or whatever to make up false allegations about a guy. Now, she might decide, okay, I'm going to drop it, and even admit, okay, I was lying type of thing. Yeah. But what then? Like, the guy's name is essentially ruined. That's not right either. Yeah. But uh, the other side of the argument is then, like, girls then feel that they can come forward about actual acts because they don't think they'll be taken seriously or people won't believe them. Yeah. So there's all these kind of different, like, arguments and stuff like that. And different And, like, uh, another thing was, like, um,. I don't think sexual innuendo should be used in work at all. I but just... then you see, if you pull it, like, it, here's another point that we we had uh, in this discussion today. Like, the Me Too movement, I don't know, is it just, like, Me Too movement essentially, like, women in Hollywood and women in the world speaking up against sexual harassment by oppressive male people, right? Mm. But, like, men get sexually harassed too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But and 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 like I can tell you, like I, like I like I get a lot of attention from men and women and stuff like that. As a man, I feel you just have to kind of go, oh yeah, that's gas. Yeah, thanks a million. Cheers. Yeah. Because if you say like, excuse me, don't talk to me like that. That's sexual sexual harassment. People will just look at you like you fucking. I actually know a guy. Uh, one night he was in the nightclub. This is awful. But a girl came into the nightclub. She came over to him, and he was wearing like loose kind of trouser pants. Yeah. She came over to him, and she stuck his hand, her hand down her trousers, grabbed him by the balls, mm. and he actually said to me. And then she, I don't know what she said to him or whatever, but she kind of half knew him. Yeah. But he was absolutely disgusted. Obviously, this was just. But he had to turn around then, and just the lads were making like fun of this and. He was. He really felt like it was like a man up. Like he That's, couldn't. There was nothing he could do about that because that was a girl that did it to him. That's what he felt, you know. And he felt and, he had to be the man. And but he said after he was very affected by it. Like did affect him. This is the thing. Yeah. And like he, I, I completely empathize with that situation. Like because yeah, so if he times. made a big deal out of it, everyone would be like, "Look, Jesus, you should be lucky that a girl wants to yeah. like grab you and stuff like that." Yeah. Where it's completely different. Yeah. If it's a man doing it to a woman, or even a gay person. Yeah. And like I like, I I again working in somewhere, I was bent over a desk one day and like a gay colleague who I actually really like. He's a he's a good guy, so I'm not shaming him either he's just and I think he's funny but I was bent over a desk he made a comment to a group of women Jesus you'd have to dig me out of that Mm. everyone laughed I didn't give a fuck genuinely I didn't give a fuck but someone said to me afterwards imagine that was a girl bent over the desk and you said to the lads you'd have to dig me out of that you're getting fired we're all getting fired but if you had made an issue out of that, everyone would be like, yeah. you fucking cop on, he's only it having a crack. It needs to be the same rule for everybody. And it- but if it is then, are we living in a homogenized state where nobody can say anything funny? So like, there's all... Yeah, because we even have banter. We, we do, yeah. And- but uh, that's the thing. Can nobody say anything to anybody? So like, there's all these kind of 
questions that are very hard to answer. Very hard to answer, but it was nice to, to bring I it up. I have just done a 20 it. minute rant here. Yeah. You haven't said anything. What's yeah. your opinion on all this? I just feel like I do feel in work that sexual innuendo just shouldn't be there. That's my opinion. Mm. Man, woman, gay, straight, doesn't matter. I just feel like in your workplace, even if you're very friendly, mm. I wouldn't do it. I just, because different people have different levels of what they are comfortable with. And like, I'm not comfortable myself with certain kinds of sexual innuendo. Others, you, I am, but someone else mightn't be. So I think the best thing, in my opinion, is just none, none. In institute, but like you're saying, then you can't have a bit of crack. And but know. do you get that? You and, get and take then, that point. Yeah, I'd love to know. Like, I I want I'd love more people to talk to us about this and see yeah. what people think. Yeah, because like Some feedback on this. Yeah, there's there two extremes. I think, like in fairness, the easy answer here is if you're a guy or you're a girl, and there's someone that you're working with or someone in your life that is making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, then that's. That's the issue. If you're not uncomfortable yeah. and if you actually think it's funny and you're having a bit of crack, that's a different story. Yeah. But if someone, their advances or their comments or their questions make you feel uncomfortable and you feel they're inappropriate, then either talk to them about you it and if they it. persist or they like start bullying you or something like that, then talk to someone in a place of power. And I hope to God that that person takes it seriously and acts accordingly because yeah. I think that's an issue too is that yeah. it gets kind of swept under the rug and like, oh, oh God, that was just mis misconstrued or whatever. Like, it's a real fucking thing. And like this Me Too movement should have taught us that it's a real thing and that we shouldn't still be turning a blind eye to it. No, we're all too afraid to speak up. Like I said earlier about that question, the girl being asked why she didn't have kids. If you're uncomfortable with any question, mm. any question or any sexual innuendo or anything like that say it you know don't be afraid don't be shy just say not in a not in a crossway or you know you can just say i'm uncomfortable with that yeah and sometimes that's all it takes and it might stop you know okay be straight yeah so um i kind of feel like and i said you asked me before the, 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 we started but like did i want to talk about this and i said no but i do feel like there's, maybe there's like it's a little bit of a tone negative tone today today yeah. yeah and like it is today is a bad day for me yeah um today is the six month anniversary of my father's passing so like if you're listening to this and you think Patrick's in a really bad mood, I didn't have a fight with Anna and it's nothing no, to do with Anna. I it's nothing to do with so the questions I'm being sent sad to you, Patrick. I think I'm just not uh like when I said we'd record this today, I didn't realise the actual date of it. So like if I'm coming off as a little bit short or a little bit angry or whatever, like I'm just that's what it is. I'm actually not angry or sharp at all. And with me and Anna aren't having a fight. No, I'm, I'm going like to cry that. for Patrick because I care about him so much. It's a tonight. tough day. It's a horrible day. But like, uh, there I'm, is people I, out there that have these days as well. So I think yeah. they'll be glad to hear that they're not on their own, Patrick. I have lovely friends and I have a very loving family, mm -hmm. and we've all been uh, they've all been extremely helpful to me today. So, but like, it is just a tough day. Um, and there'll be days like this, as I said. Uh, Christmas is going to be fucking awful. Yeah. But um, this is life and you have to get through it. So I apologize if anyone is kind of picking up on a little bit of a negative tone from me in this episode. I feel in both of us. We're, that's what's going on. Yeah, so. we don't want to be too happy-go-lucky today because we don't feel happy-go-lucky. No, because but I, I, I want always, to get through this as best I can. Yeah. But like, We've said it before, we are ourselves. I, I even feel like talking about the that, that all, those couple of questions that like it was kind of a... 
something coming out of me there. Yeah. And I don't think I like it was passionate about the questions. I think it was just where I am at mm. on this particular day. So I'm sorry if that is coming up. I really like that in this podcast that we can be ourselves. So, we, yeah. you know, we're not always having a good day. Sometimes we have great crack. I'm having a we have great incredibly days. bad day today. Yeah. I feel like someone has been pushing their boot down on my chest all day today. Yeah. But I'm aware of it and I'm prepared to talk about it. So like... I'm glad you are because I know that everybody has tough days. That's a very, very tough day now. Yeah. But there's people out there having a bad day, even listening to this now. <clears throat> Sorry. But um, we all have them. And I think it's good for everybody to know that it's not just, you're not on your own. Mm. Everyone has bad days and lots of people. Oh, I know that. Yeah, listen, have probably I got so many lovely, kind messages from people today that actually touched my heart. Yeah. And like people I've never met in my life, complete strangers, just said oh. such nice things and like it does actually restore your faith in humanity to know like that yeah. people like actually see realize that they did the sinners and take the time to send you something nice and like even just thinking of you and love hearts and stuff like that yeah. you know what i mean it's very nice and they, there are some very very good people out there yeah. so like if you are looking for love don't lose faith because there are good people oh lovely patrick that's so nice give me a little uh, <sighs> squeeze you poor pet <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. So where are we? Okay, we got about ten minutes left. Is that um, all? Um, yeah, we keep like not getting to our role play that oh, everyone loves. <laughs> um, where were we last week? Was there anything else I wanted to talk about? Actually? You've been less the shit. <laughs> I have this shit. Sure, so we can ahead. talk about them next week as well. Um, oh, I got a little bit of chemistry feedback before we go any go further. On, go for it. Because we had a conversation here last week in last week's podcast, and we both agreed. That if the chemistry isn't there at the start, drop the mic, as our Pat would say. I, I got feedback about that too. Mm-hmm. So my feedback was from a girl that at the start was not very sure at all. Didn't have the chemistry, even didn't have the sex. Not really. And now they have it all. Like, they're not going out yet, but they are way more connected. They took it really slow. Mm-hmm. The, you know, they're just having a great time and really enjoying it and the chemistry is there now and the feedback that i got was the opposite of that okay well, it was someone's like um that people who don't have the chemistry in the beginning like the relationships always end in disaster and like well we'll the see people have like uh if you don't fancy them at the start then you might get together with them, but you're settling and you'll always have your eye out for something better. Okay, and they could be very right too. Yeah, I don't know. But it's just when we get feedback, I like to kind of... Uh, me too. Bring it up, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, I think that we might home. we might go... We can, we can talk about that next week, maybe. We've, we've, we've only a few minutes, we might go into the oh, Okay, all right. So, yeah. the role play. I'm not doing a recap because, like... If you haven't listened to the previous eight episodes, go then back. like don't start with episode nine. Go back and listen. They're actually quite good. <clears throat> I'll do a quick recap, okay? Okay. <laughs> so every week, just myself and Patrick, <laughs> just so you know, myself and Patrick do a role play. And in this role play, uh, we were we went on a date. We got on really, really, really well. But then I didn't hear from Patrick. For... Oh, you're skipping a lot of stuff. There. Yeah, I'm just giving a quick recap. <laughs> yeah. Didn't hear from Patrick for a long time. In this role play, which didn't really happen, I met up with another guy. I had sex with another guy. Now we are back to dating, seeing each other. We slept together, and now oh, Patrick is going to go back to college. 
to study. He's going to be a broke-ass student. But I had to choose between, in my own head, I, the other guy I slept with was a very wealthy property developer, but I was asked to pick... a bit of a player, that fella. Uh, it was, uh, would I go with the rich property developer that I didn't have that much chemistry with, or would I go with the broke-ass student that I had loads of chemistry with? I picked Patrick. I'm now... Would you say dating Patrick? Are we dating? Not really. We're still seeing each other. We're still seeing each other. Actually, just a question came into my head there. Mm. No, of course, this isn't real life. This is a role play. But by the TED Talk logic and SheKnows.com logic, should you not be in love with Kieran? Well, because we had sex. Yeah. Kieran is. And you didn't have sex. The pro- with rich property but developer you like me. from Galway. Kieran but you is had a Galway sex player. With Kieran, so by that logic, uh, Kieran has moved on. Fucked you up, Grant. He's not in love. But should you not be in love with Kieran because he had sex? Yeah, but you, the psychologist <laughs> told me that that was wrong. And but you, yeah. you. Ah, when you like someone, you like someone. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, now we have had sex, me and you, in the role play. Uh-huh. Um, we've had a couple of dates. We're getting on quite well, but your ex has now come back on the scene. She messaged you. She wants to meet you for coffee. You've agreed. I told Patrick last week, I think the best thing to do would be not tell me I'm that. Not tell you. That would be quite stressful for me oh, and yeah. create a problem in the relationship if it develops into a relationship. I probably always have a problem with his ex even though there may not be any need. So no, okay, we work. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so I'm going to meet Mary, my ex, for coffee. Because Mary has messaged me, she sent me a lovely message, um, what I thought was a lovely message, just saying like she had heard that I'm making this decision to give up my job. She knows me, she was with me for a long time, so she knows like I was never really happy in that job. So she's very, she's saying she's delighted to hear that I've made the decision to like, go do something I love. And it, like that message, I suppose, warmed my heart and like meant a lot for me. She was like my what did we say, three and a half year ex and stuff. Yeah. And to get that endorsement for her because like I was thinking about this the, in this scenario, Mary broke up with me. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit crushed by that. Mary heard that I had cheated on her. Okay. I didn't. Mary heard that I did. Okay. And Mary, uh, I like I protested my innocence and I told Mary I didn't cheat her, but Mary believed that I did. Okay. So Mary ended the relationship. And I always felt a little bit of injustice. Hard done by. Hard done by. She wouldn't talk to me. And like I told her I didn't do it. And I didn't do it. But she always thought that I did. Right? So, and that's why Mary like unfollowed me and all that kind of stuff. Because she felt that I had fucked someone else. Right? Okay. What so now this that's why let's say let's say that happened a year and a half ago and now mary starts following me again mary has me a friend again and then mary says this lovely long message like saying how proud i am of her. so yes i'm going to meet mary okay okay yeah right. i'm not going to tell you you're not going to tell me yeah. so i meet mary and we sit down and we have the chats and like it's a little bit awkward and a little bit tense uh, in the beginning because we're just kind of feeling each other out but then obviously I ask questions about people in her life and etc etc and stuff like that we talk about uh, I'll tell you what so I ask how is Mary's sister and Mary has a reaction okay mm-hmm. 
this is like your listeners. Yeah, I'm like right? I'm engrossed in the story. Yeah, no, I was coming up with this earlier, um, and I asked, "Well, what's the story?" And it's like she tells me that a year and a half ago, the person who told her that I had cheated on her was her sister. Oh, right. Okay. And I'm like, why would she do that? And Mary tells me that a couple of months ago, her sister admitted that she lied. So now Mary knows that I'm in the clear. Oh. So all that tension dissipates. And Mary's like, well, we both loved each other and I dumped you. Well, she has, she's not going to lay that on me. I'm all right. Yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. You're in trouble. <laughs> I'm in big trouble. because no, This is the thing. I have days. stuff to think about. So Mary tells me that, that she has since found out that I actually was innocent, that her sister made the whole thing up and she's had a massive falling out with her sister over and stuff. So like... That's, I'm getting all this new. I've finally been cleared. I'm innocent. Mary knows that I'm innocent. But I'm not straight away going, let's get back together. Because no. I have to stand back now. So I say, well, okay, it's, I'm like kind of reacting to it. And I'm thinking like, okay, well, it's terrible that you're falling out with your sister. Do you have any idea why she said that? She said, no, I don't have to talk to her or whatever. So I suppose my first thing is that maybe you should talk to your sister, right? I'm not saying, Mary, we should get back together. No, Mary's not saying, changed. Mary, we should get back together. But there's a different Bye. dynamic in the air now. Yeah. So me and Mary hug and, like I said, great to catch up, great to catch up. But I'm going away thinking, like... Yeah. There's a whole new can of worms have opened up in your mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have a lot to think about. Yeah. Okay. Now, in this conversation, Mary actually does ask, are you, um, are you with anyone at the moment? Oh, right? yeah. What would you say in this situation? In this situation, I'm going to say yes. But I have lots of different motives for saying yes, right? I'm seeing you, but we have even said that we're not, we don't consider ourselves as dating. We haven't had the chat. But I don't want Mary to think that I've just been fucking single for the last year and a half waiting for her to come back. Yeah, you're nearly proud. I, yeah, I so hope you mean. You're like, I, yeah, say, I have someone. Yes, yeah, I have yeah. someone. Because technically I do, even though we're not really a thing yet. But yeah. I do have you. Okay. But I also don't want Mary to think that, like, you know, I'm just fucking here. And um, I asked Mary, are you going out with anyone at the moment? And she's like, well, I was seeing a guy who didn't really, like, go anywhere. I didn't really like him. Okay. Right, so we both... I've told Mary that I'm with someone, but Mary told me that she's single. And I feel like if I was Mary, mm. I'd be like, right then, that's Patrick Rule. Oh, yeah. Actually, there's a good one. Put yourself in Mary's shoes. Yeah. If I was Mary, I'd be like, okay, just keep going with life. Patrick really? someone now. That's what I think. If someone tells me they're with someone. Because some girls would like not give a fuck when I'm with someone. They want me back. Or they want that guy back. So like, they're not going to give up that easy. Okay. Because you wouldn't have any inclination of that at all. No, I feel very much like, oh, Patrick's happy now and I'm happy for him. And I feel sad myself, but like, okay, that's how I feel. We're going to go away from, we're going to like, going to go away from this, me and Mary. Yeah. We're going to go away from this. We're going to like, <clears throat> so that information, I know Mary's single. I know Mary now knows that I'm innocent. Um, and like Mary was my three and a half year true love, whatever. I like Anna. Yeah. Okay. Mary's going away thinking like I was wrong about him and like what you see in someone so like in Mary's case would Ma should Mary just leave it and walk away or should Mary like send me a message the next day saying it was so great to see you yesterday we what if I was Mary I'd leave it and walk away okay. but I'd be interested to see what I hear from you again now that you know okay. you're clear and, and I don't know 
I would still if See, I heard, I if I people, was Mary. I'm no, being I've, everybody. I've used this shield of saying like, I yeah, I'm seeing someone, like to say to Mary first of all like yeah I'm not waiting for fucking your call type of thing and yeah. like, you can't just click your fingers and I'm not running back to you but at the same time I do like you Anna yeah so like I, I suppose that's also a big big factor yeah I'm after meeting someone who I really really like mm-hmm. right these are the things that go on these this are the things that go on yeah. Yeah. I'm after meeting someone that I really really like okay yeah and like there's a connection and it's like the first time in, since Mary You've had a bit of a connection. That I've met someone. You've a lot deeper going on with Mary, like. You know? About three and a half years yeah. with Mary. Yeah. So, but I'm after meeting you. Yeah. For, and you're the first person I've met since Mary that I felt that connection with. Yeah. Right? So I'm I'm leaving that coffee with a lot to fucking think about, yeah, aren't I? Yeah, you are, absolutely. Yeah. I now, don't, is Anna coming into this equation at all this week? I'm not going to text Anna for a day. Because I, I, I have to do some thinking. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got angry straight away. Uh, no, a day is but not so bad. At this stage, we're at the point where like all that kind of shit has gone out of the way. And we're texting all the time. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get a bit of a, sh- a land now. Well, you're not going to get a land. You're going to text me. Like, you're something. not going to text me back. I might just text back, lol, or something like that. <laughs> you just made that angry face. That makes again. me cuss, yeah. Why? It's just a bit... F- Fobbing me off or something. Yeah, you I don't should... text back lol or. Well, if you sent me like a meme, you. which you do routinely, and yeah. I send them to you too, are you just sent back? Oh, the, I would send the, back the laughing emoji. Yeah. Would you be Would you be thinking about it, or would it matter? I, I, I might send you another text later then. Yeah. To check in, you know. Okay. Yeah. If I just got an emoji back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being available. No, you're not. These are the main things. I'm trying to, like, I was thinking about this and, like, trying to make this as kind of complicated as possible. Mm. Just to make it a. Well, it's to find out all these different. Yeah, this is one relationship. This is probably. A building is going to fall on either of us, and, like, we're not going to have a long last cousin showing up or anything like that, but Mm. we're, like, yeah. We're trying to incorporate every all the little things that do this happen. This is a modern day love story yeah. with all the shit that happens. Yeah. And yeah. I think we're going to leave it there. We'll so I have to go away and think about it. Yeah. Do I, um, this girl, this wonderful girl that I'm after meeting, yeah. who I've, uh, this is the first time since Mary that I've had a connection with someone. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, everything is fine. I don't know about the Kieran thing. Yeah. Or Mary now knows that I was innocent and Mary's single. Should I text Mary and say, Mary, do you want to go for a drink? So, we should do Can a poll. Everyone's going to be on Team Anna because Mary's not even Mary a thing. doesn't exist. We might bring Mary in next week. <laughs> Let's try and get a Mary. Let's get a Mary. We're going to pro- probably have a guest next week yeah. and we'll call her Mary, okay? Oh, we have to get a Mary. This yeah, is great. Absolutely. Okay, thank you so much, Patrick. And Are we shaking hands? <laughs> <laughs> we shall see you all next week. Um, rate and review if you can on um, iTunes, and if you can rate and review on anything else too. And yeah. if, give keep us your listening, feedback. keep watching, keep downloading. Um, Follow us on Love Life Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Anna O'Connor twenty six. I am with love. Yeah. And mind yourself. Have a good week. Yeah. Head up. Take care. Get some condoms. You! Bye bye!